from depression, addiction, and suicide ideation to becoming a six-time author, inspirational speaker, and emotional fitness clinician. Gary Dumas shares his story with us that there's so many nuggets that you'll be running to write down all the notes on the wisdom that he shares. My favorite thing that he said was who else would know how to invest in people than one who needed to be invested in. Such a wonderful conversation with my friend Gary Dumas. Stay tuned for his incredible story. Welcome to the Power of Investing in People podcast. And today, my guest is the incredible Gary Dumas. Thank you. Thank you for being here, Gary, and welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. And you are incredible. You, you're the incredible that makes all of us who we are. So thank you for this platform. Mm. <laughs> well, thank you. And I can't believe, so it's been four years since we, since we first met. And Gary and I met at a, um, well, it was a speaking boot camp mm-hmm. four years oh. ago. And yeah. um, we, the first conversation we had, we knew we were kindred spirits and had so much in common. That's right. And he was like, we need to work together. And I'm like, absolutely. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> and I had no idea what you did. <laughs> For several months, that whole 90 day boot camp, I didn't even yeah. know. And I was like, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so that just goes to show you, you just have to trust, trust that intuition sometimes and in, mm-hmm. in what people say when you hear that going, hmm, I need to work with that person. And Gary and I have been friends and connected and brainstorming buddies ever since. So thank you for yeah. being here. Yeah. You know, and then also just I came into that boot camp, which was an awesome experience. I came into that open to connect with people, you know, and I didn't want to miss an opportunity to share that because a lot of times, and I talk about this all the time with my clients, is that a lot of times they come into situations looking for what they can get. Right. So, but it's not always about what you can get. It's also about what you can bring, you yes. know. And so that's part of part of why I, you know, connected with you the way that I did because I came in with an attitude of, okay, who can I, who can I inspire? How can I contribute to what these individuals are already doing. And it doesn't always have to be on a professional level, just being you, just your energy. And so that is, you know, I came into this excited to to connect and, and add fuel to the fire. <laughs> yes, yes. And you have, you have. And um, so for those of you who don't know, Gary Dumas started his profession in human resources as a substance use counselor for several years for a reputable organization in Kansas City area. In the spring of 2016, he made the courageous decision to use his God-given abilities to build his dream by starting the Gary Dumas Company Personal Development. Gary remains proactive in developing his skills in being the best that he can be. Being one that has battled addiction, he knows firsthand the unforeseen enslavement that it can produce, not to mention some long-term effects that it can cause. He is recognized as a accredited counselor, certified professional coach, wellness, coaching, and trauma-informed care, train the trade credentials from the Department of Mental Health. He is qualified to do what he does based on his own experiences and strong will developed in overcoming challenges. Because of his need for encouragement and inspiration through challenging times, Gary's model has become the very things he needed once in his life is what he gives to others. And that is so true. 
Also, Gary is an inspirational speaker as well as a three-time author. His titles include Regain Your Momentum, Millionaire Mentorship, and Introducing the New You. And he created the G-Series Skincare for Men. It is a top-notch skincare line for the well-groomed man. Mm -hmm. You can find him at GaryDumas.info. So, gosh, Gary, you have been through so much, and I know you've been through so much in the last four years since we since we met. So, I always start off with the first question of, what does investing in people mean to you? Oh, man, th- that's a good question, and I'm glad that uh, that's a subject matter that, you know, you've been leading the torch in for a long time. And because we need as much as we can, we need to hear not necessarily from that narrative, but just wording to formulate that mindset of investing in people and the need to do it and so forth. So investing in people means a lot. I mean, I have this this saying uh, that I live by, practice in private, the person people see you as in public. And I say that to say that investing in people uh, starts in your private life, I believe. Mm. You know, it's not something that only takes place in a professional setting, in a classroom setting, you know, or in an office setting or even in a Zoom setting. And one of the things that I live by, and I don't hold anybody else to this standard, this is just a standard that I hold myself by, is that whatever I talk about, you can go talk to my family and they'll vouch for everything that I'm saying. I'm saying that to say that if you ever want to know if a person really is who they say they are, go ask their family. (laughs) Mm -hmm. go talk to their sons their daughters their spouses you know their mother you know father whoever whoever it is because that'll really tell the real tell of who you really are and so when you talk about investing in people man it's a life it's a lifestyle right absolutely it's a lifestyle you know and so it's, it's something that we wake up i wake up every day wanting to be the best I can be and not just the best I can be for me because you can only give out what you have in. So if I'm the best I am to me, then I'm going to give the people that I serve, whether professional or privately, the absolute very best. Mm, I love that. Mm -hmm. And what's so amazing about you, because I know your story and we'll get into that in a little bit, but this whole thing about practice in private for what you want to see be seen in public it's because you've invested in yourself and it just naturally overflows uh, onto the people around you, whether that be your family or your coworkers or at, at your business. So I love that you, that you said that. So how have you invested in yourself? Well, for me, it, it hasn't been enough just to get information or direction or knowledge. The thing actually is about doing And even in the doing, you know, I can talk about different things that I'm doing or that I do, you know, get up uh, to first of all, make sure that my mind is clear. I try anyway to put effort into eating the right foods and 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 making sure that my mind is clear and that I'm that I'm using uh, the right strategies and modalities to to make sure that I'm not allowing stress to, you know, overtake me or everybody's tempted with it. But, you know, just to be able to manage those things when you're tempted to give into it. But the doing is one thing, but it's the discipline that I Mm. found that is the the greatest help. You know, Mm. I can know a lot of different things. I mean, you're a coach and you're an excellent coach. And and I can ask Shea Sparks a lot of things and you'll give me a lot of information. 
But now that I've gotten the information, you know, am I going to have the discipline to carry it out? And so the discipline, having the discipline has been the biggest challenge for me. You know, well, Gary, if you, you're doing well, I mean, it should be a problem. Well, each season we go to different places of service. Mm-hmm. And so with each seat, like when the pandemic, even though I don't talk a lot about it, but it requires another level of discipline. Right. So practicing that discipline, doing the things that I that I don't want to do when I need to do it, because as gung ho as we are about being the best version of ourselves, there are some days when I just want to sleep in a little extra. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, I just raise my hand. Be honest. There are some days when I just want to oh, let me have one more piece, you know, but it's that discipline, man. And. And one of the things that helps me with that discipline is being realistic of the age that I'm at right now. I mean, I'm 52, you know, yeah. 53 actually. And things are different. Your body's different than sure. what it once was. And sure. so I know that, you know, investing in one of the things that I do is making sure that I'm always practicing that discipline. And I'm very realistic about my situation that, if I don't, I'm looking, I'm talking about a lot of intrinsic motivators, actually, versus extrinsic. A lot of it for me has to come from within, taking an honest appraisal, as I say it, as I call it, and looking at where I am and honestly knowing and saying, OK, if I want to get there, this is what I have to do. Now, it sounds simple, but that's the part where I notice comes the most struggle or mm-hmm. where it lies the biggest challenge with not only myself, but with other people is actually doing it and then being consistent. And yeah. so those are the, you know, that like I said, there's a lot of things I can talk about outwardly, you know, walking the miles every day and and, 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 and exercising and doing the sit-ups and watching my eating habits and drinking smoothies and all these other, you know, awesome things that we can do. But there's something that has to happen before it gets to that point. And that's the, the having made up mindedness. I made that word up, but it fits. <laughs> Yeah. Having made up mindedness, you know, we're speakers. So yeah, we make up yeah. Stuff. right. All the time. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> having made up mindedness to say, OK, I got to be consistent. I got to be disciplined. I have to be committed. And so those are the areas that has caused me to you know, practice those those practices in terms of your question. Mm. And, you know, for our listeners, um, if you have not been to Kansas City, you need to come. And because when Gary's talking about discipline, we have to have discipline in our barbecue. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, go barbecue. Exactly. No. Exactly. Like <laughs> we could totally, you know, get caught up in eating way too much. And, and, and so I'm glad that you said that because it's so true. You know, discipline is a requirement. Uh, uh, the action, but it all starts with the mindset. And you, you literally hit the nail on the head when you said, "Have it." What did? You, how did you call it? The have it in your mindedness. Yeah, yeah made up mindedness. Made up mindedness. That's <laughs> it. I love it. You're absolutely right. So myself, I know I've been sober for twenty. Gosh, going on twenty one years Man, now. That's huge. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And yeah. I, what about you? And how long have you been sober? About the same. Yeah, yeah. It's been that, about the same. That's what I thought. And so, for me, I really had to make up my mind. Like that's it. I'm done. I'm no longer drinking. Did you have a similar experience? I did. I did. And what uh, inspired me to 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 take that approach was I started you know, really counting all of my losses Mm. and my losses obviously were tangible losses, but the greatest loss that I recognized that I had experienced 
was the loss of time and the loss of opportunities. Yeah. You know, those were the things that went up because, you know, cars, clothes, money, you know, even relationships you can get again, right. although we don't go into it with that, you know, that that approach. But still, the real, reality is we can get those things again. But time, man, can't get that again. You know, the, the bad decisions that you've made, reaping the consequences of those decisions. And I wanted to become a person where I don't know if I want to say become because I already was. We already were. We just didn't allow that part of us to come out. Yes. Put it that way. Now I'm, yes. now I'm going to my coaching stuff. Right, right. That's okay. <laughs> it Preach. just oozes out of our skin, Shay. Yeah, it you does. Know? It does. <laughs> yes. But, coaching, preaching, whatever. <laughs> hey, that's what we do, man. You already know the deal. And maybe you create a new word with coaching and preaching together. Anyway, so. Um, Approaching. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you'll come up with something in Texas to me so we can be in one of Right, the so I we can, can promote, use it together. That's why I can promote the brand. There you go, there you go. So, but I realized a lot of time that I lost, and then I got to a point where I, I wanted to present a better version of me. And yeah. that happened because I, I no longer wanted to get back what I put out. Yes. Because what you put out is a pretty good indicator of what you're going to get back. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. And so I wanted to get some different experiences back. Yeah. I wanted to get some new opportunities back. I wanted to exp- I wanted to reap some healthier relationships. Yeah. And I knew just as a man wants friends to show himself friendly, I knew that in order for me to experience those things, I had to put something else out there. Yeah. And I was okay with that because the me that I wanted to put out there was already inside of me anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, I just hadn't yeah. watered that part of me. Right. You know, because what we give attention to is what grows. And so yes. I had, without even realizing I had given so much attention to the part of me that I did not want out there. And even in my marriage, I mean, you're not asking about that, but I'll just add because it's, it's right in line with where we're going. Yeah. Even, even with my marriage, Shay, you know, I didn't make a decision to be the man that I am today because of Tracy. She's second. I wanted to become the person I am first for me. Yeah. I wanted to begin to, to, to do things the right way for the right reasons so I can feel good about me Yeah. with or without Tracy. I'm going to be this way, whether we weren't or I'm glad that we are, but you get the point. Yeah. It, yeah. it was something that I made up in my mind, Shay, that I wanted to do for Gary. I wanted to represent me to the best version possible. And in order for me to do that, I realized that there were some things I just had to quit doing. Yeah. And it sounds simple, but how many people do we know if they make it so hard? It's hard, but some people sometimes do make it harder than what it really is. You're like this one. You're not free until you can go public. If you can't go public, then that's because you're not finished yet. Mm, yes. yes. So when you make up in your mind that I'm ready to be free, man. And it will be seen public, not that you do it for public accolades, but it will be seen. Right. And if it's not seen, it's probably because you're not finished yet. And right. we say that, and I say that in a very non-judgmental way. I'm going to love you. To, I tell clients all the time, I'm going to love you the same. Right, right. When I see the dollar store, Walmart, Nordstrom's, wherever, social media, I'm going to love you the same, man. Mm-hmm. So don't trip on that. But I want you to do it for you because you want to be the best version of you. Mm, I love that. So take us back to that time when you said, you know what, I want to be a better version of me. What was, what was your life like? What was going on at the time? Oh man, good question. You know, I'm very transparent. 
suicide ideation. That's why I wanted to talk to you. So, yes. It, it was suicide ideation, man. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just, you know, actually before that, it was depression. Mm. And depression is simply a collection of negative thoughts. Yeah. So I had all these negative thoughts about myself that led to me eventually experiencing that suicide ideation. Mm-hmm. And it was a trip because out of talking with people, they would have never known. Right. right. They would have never known. At the time, I was also in the music industry. So I used to talk to a producer friend of mine and I would ask him, man, do you think I'm struggling with this or struggling with that? He said, man, you, my friend? Absolutely not. And I'm like, you know what? He's not going to be honest. I ain't mad at him, though. Right. But sometimes talking to friends, depending on what type of friend, you know, they're not going to tell you the truth or sometimes they just may not recognize. Well, and I'm going to put a pin right there and mm-hmm. pause you. Sometimes we are so good at acting mm-hmm. that people have no idea what's really going on. I know I was. So, right. I'm saying I know you were from yeah. what I know about you. Yes. That's right. Yeah. 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 So that suicide ideation. Uh, and, I, and I'll tell you this, and this it sounds funny, but it's true, especially years later. Now that I'm a clinician. I know the signs of mental illness. Yeah. I remember one time, Shay, I was uh, I was out somewhere. There was two, two, two situations. I'll tie them both together real quick. Mm-hmm. I remember I was out somewhere and being a guy that was raised to be well-groomed. I remember one time I was out in a, in a suit and I had on these Bally shoes. At the time, Bally of Switzerland was right here on the plaza. So you know how long ago that was. Mm-hmm. And Shay, I had on these ballet shoes, I had on this linen suit, I had on some tube socks. Okay, tube and, socks. And okay. I'll tell you, this friend of mine said, Gary, man, you sharp. Why you got on those socks? I felt, even though I've been 6'6 since the 10th grade, <laughs> right. I felt small. Wow. Now, wow. people may say, man, what's a big deal? It's a very big deal because that's when certain things were beginning to show that I was be, that I was getting careless. Mm. You see that? Yeah. And so years later, I realized that that's a sign of some form of mental illness is represented through a person's dress attire. Wow, interesting. Oh yeah. yeah. And so even though this was years earlier, back in the 80s, but I realized something's wrong. I was I wasn't caring. I was mm. so ready to go to the club and have a drink that I wasn't paying attention to detail as I once did. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I had yeah. those two, and those two socks were like some socks from like Target or somewhere. You I mean you know, right. it was no fit. You know, right. I mean I remember putting those on. I didn't care because I thought nobody would notice. And sure enough, somebody pointed those socks right out. You never know who's watching. Mm. And I remember another time it was St. Patrick's Day, and I was down uh, having a drink. Or I had been drinking all these beers and everything, and I, I ran to another young lady who ended up being a major recording artist. And she came up to me, Shay, and she said, Gary, and this hurt my feelings so bad. This was literally the beginning of the end of me drinking. Yeah. She pointed at the beer. She said, every time I see you. And she walked off. Wow. Yes, man. Wow. I was like, you know what, man? She sure right. Every time I'm being seen, I'm seen Seen. with a drink or beer, Mm -hmm. something in my hand. I'm already been spotted wearing tube socks. Right. You know? Yeah. And so, yeah. Mm. That was a sign of what was going on inside. Yes. Being recognized outwardly. It's like, man, you're dealing with some stuff. And I was. I was dealing with a lot of stuff. Random crying when nobody was around. You know? So that depression, 
And then mm. as soon as that ideation, and that's when I knew it was like, you know what? Along with some other things, but those were the main things. You know, I remember coming across the scripture, and I don't want to turn into a spiritual thing, but I remember coming across a scripture that said a drunkard leads to poverty. Mm-hmm. And this was long before I lived the life I live now. I just saw it. I don't know what I was doing reading the Bible, yeah. but I saw that and I read that and I was like, oh boy, poverty's in my future. So anyway, all these things added up and it was right. just going through my head. Yeah. Wow. And I, I just want to, you know, share a story too about what you said about your outside really starts to show what your inside looks like. And my dad had said to me one time, you know, first of all, for those of you who don't know, I'm a hairstylist. And so my hair is always quaffed. And so my dad saw me one time and he's like, what's going on? You don't do your hair anymore. You don't wear makeup. Like what's happened? Mm -hmm. And I didn't have the courage to tell him that I was in a really deep depression. I was in this relationship that I didn't know how to get out of. That was just brutally abusive. And, but I was also brutally abusive to myself. And I had also the suicide ideation of, is it, this is all there is. So let's just get it over with and die. Right. Like, mm-hmm. let's just hurry this up. And to have that mindset shift, as you know, Gary is just, it's, it's not just instrumental. It's unbelievably completely different than how you used to think. Right. Absolutely. It is so powerful when you start realizing who am I to me? And when you start doing things that are literally killing you from the inside out and don't even realize it, whether it's cigarettes or drugs or alcohol or crime or bad relationships, you know, maybe it's the people that you're hanging around in. Like you said, maybe it's people that aren't lifting you up. That all is adding up to kill your inside. So I love that you are able to really recognize that because so many people, one, don't talk about it, and two, don't recognize it. And they're mm-hmm. unwilling. And then three, they're unwilling to change it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So yeah. I just want to say kudos to you and way to go for all the things that you've been through and that you've you've done with your life since. And for me, because again, I know you well enough to know that all mm-hmm. of those things propelled you like a slingshot to mm-hmm. where you are now. Mm-hmm. Wow. I like the, I love the word sl- slingshot and to drive this completely back to your original point, look at the tie in because that's why I said that the very things I needed is what now I give to people. Yes. And, that's, and that takes me yes. to the power of investing in people. Yes. Because I needed, who else would know, the importance of investing in people other than one who once needed to be invested in. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Know, I needed to be invested in Shane. Yes. And I looked everywhere and it, I was unsuccessful in getting it only to realize though, that now you see the need to be invested in. I want you to go out and invest in people. Yes. And that's how the whole thing yes. came about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Agreed. And I had the same journey. In fact, the, the whole time we've been talking, I have uh, goosebumps because it is so amazing to see how, again, this is why we're kindred spirits. It's just to mm-hmm. see how how much our, our lives were so parallel and the fact that you continue to be just such a huge, not just a mentor but you're an inspiration, your motivation, your whole presence of everything that you do, whether you're on vacation uh, with your family in another state or you're, you're 
just on social media, everything that you've now come has come literally full circle and you are the change that you wanted to see. Mm. Wow. Thank you for that. You know, uh, my, my little brother, um, I, my, I just lost my dad also. Mm. Uh, it's been about uh, within April mm. and went out to Los Angeles and I got like 13 brothers and sisters. Wow. And I'm the oldest. And so, and, and we were all there at the house and everything. And my little brother said something, one of my little brothers, he said, and it, it just reminded me of what he said when you mentioned, mentioned the point that you just mentioned. Let me turn my ringer up. He said, man, big bro. He said, every time I pull up your page on social media where I see something on your newsfeed or whatever, man, you always say something inspiring or something, something positive. And that's a good, that, that's a good thing to be recognized. Absolutely. You know, because like you mentioned, even on vacation, I mean, I am so committed and we are, you know, and there's more like us. We are so committed to using our lives every moment to inspire somebody, man. You know, and even with the whole book I wrote on millionaire level mentorship, all it is is talks about mentorship at its highest level of influence. Matter of fact, I got one for you. I want you, I need you to have one of those. Yes, Uh, please. So, because you're a millionaire level mentor, Mm. you know, and people, they think when I use the word millionaire, first thing they think about is money. It has nothing to do with money. I can't tell you how to be, I can't tell you, okay, take these, do this, do that, you become a millionaire. That's not what it's about. I use the word millionaire as a metaphor to describe the highest form of, yeah. of influence. Yeah. Because everybody's talking about mentors and mentors and a lot of people that are actually all of us that are mentors are still mentees to somebody. Mm. Right. So there are people who are mentoring, but they don't have any mentees. So I talk about these 22 characteristics of a person of great influence. And for us, we eat, breathe, sleep this stuff. <laughs> Because this is our calling. When you discover your calling, man, you just flow in it. Mm. So even when I'm on vacation, I mean, that's what they call it, you know. Yeah. But I love what I do every day. Yeah, yeah. Only difference is the environment, you know. Right. But I love it every day. So I have to use, because, you know, the time that we think nobody's watching or listening is the time when somebody is. You know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you are a true man of integrity that way When when someone is you know, you're, you're doing the right thing, even when no one is watching. And, um, and that's, you know, one of the million reasons I wanted you on here. And the fact that we, we are, um, such good friends. Um, but one of the things that I love that you just said, and now it's, it's lost my, <laughs> went out of my head. Um, that's okay. That's okay. It's always such a, uh, it's like, a, a how do I want to say it? It is like a brain tornado when we get together. Cause there are literally so many ideas swirling <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, I have to talk about this. Wait, we have to talk about this. So um, you talk about the book, uh, Millionaire Mentorship. So what about the new book that you have, Introducing the New You? Tell us about that one. Well, actually, that one's old. Oh, that's the old one. Okay. Yeah, that was like my second book, actually, out okay. of six. Out of but six. It, so you have six yeah, books. Okay. Oh, no, yes. Yeah, but it has, the Introducing the New You is like timeless. Well, all of them are. I like to believe that they are. Yes. So, but we can talk about whichever one, if you want to deal Whatever with Whatever you want to talk about. Okay, I know you well, have so you many. The New You, so we'll, we'll, we'll look at that one. Um, the New You uh, was, uh, you know, it was to communicate my belief, which is based on experiences, that everybody has that person inside of them. Yeah. They need to be nurtured. 
And so I remember when I sat down and I started writing the manuscript for that. Mm-hmm. And I got to the point where it was time to create the title, which is usually the hardest part, you know, because now you got to try, okay, you got so many ideas. And I started thinking, I said, you know what, man, at the time I wrote the piece, the manuscript, uh, I was coming out of being a guy that would submit my ideas to somebody else for their mm, ideas. Yes. I could know exactly what I want to do, Shay. And I listen, somebody else would say, well, man, you should do it. Maybe you should do it. And they would literally talk me out of, yes. you know, so I started thinking about all those things. And as you know what, I'm just going to introduce a new me. Love it. I said, there it is. Introducing the new you. Yeah. The difference between mine. I, I, I released mine at the same time. Russell Simmons did do you Paula White had one on different between me and them. They had the money in the platform. I did. Right. <laughs> so that's why nobody never heard about mine. <laughs> gotcha. But the point I'm making is saying that is at that time, it was inspiring to me to eventually find out that there were other, there were, that there were real influencers thinking on that same way. That was. The yeah. Point that. Yeah. And what it did for me, it confirmed that that was a time for that. That was mm-hmm. like 90, uh, uh, eight. Wow. Yeah. And it is 2020. Right. And I'm still using the curriculum today. I'm still Love using it. information today, you know, because it's, it's a needful thing where we have a new part of us that needs to be introduced to the world. Agreed. That's always, that's always been there. No, I definitely agree. And I remember what my question was. (laughs) Um, So you talked about your calling. So I want to ask how important is finding your purpose, um, not just for you, Gary Dumas, but for everyone in the, who's listening? Oh man, now I'm getting to invest in people by saying this, you know, because that's the ultimate investment is helping them to, to, to discover I like to use discover because yes, again, me it's too. already been there. Yep. Just now they, oh, bloop, the light comes on. It's very important. It's life changing, you know, because yeah. the changes that they're trying to make, a lot of times people run out of gas because it's not motivated by the right source. You can want to do something for the right reason, but that's not enough. Right. But when you do it because you've discovered that, man, this is my calling. Mm-hmm. I'm called to be a service to people. So I have to live right. Yeah. I'm called to be a service to people. So I got to be in shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm called to be a service to people. So I got to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You see, so all those extrinsic motivating factors come out of, I like, let me use give birth. I like, give, I like the term give birth because it paints a good visual. Yeah. All those extrinsic motivators are given birth by you discovering your calling. I want to take care of myself better. It just motivates you. I want to be in a healthier marriage. I'm, I'm, I want to stop compromising and being in bad relationships for the sake of me just wanting to be with somebody. And I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, but you got to have something strong enough that can sustain you. It's like yes. when we were first when we were first introduced to what is your why? Yes. You know, your why has to be strong enough. It can't be like a hot knife through butter. Boop. It's got to be strong enough. And the only thing that I'm convinced of that's strong enough to sustain you, to maintain you, to motivate you, to carry you, to provoke you, to inspire you, to motivate you, all those things is knowing your calling. 
Yeah. So I totally get it. Renew you, rebuild. <laughs> we could start with ours. Right. We start with ours. <laughs> um, and then you got to remember, we ain't chopped it up in a long time. So exactly. I got to roll all this up into like only now, like 19 minutes. Now, right. So. Exactly. You're my girl, man. I love you, Shay. I, you know, I'm a fan. I'm watching you. Do your thing, and you already know how we get down. So anyway, let me, so you can go to your next. No, I I mean, thank you so much. And I I love you too, Gary, which is why I'm like, gosh, why has it been so long? First of all, it does not, we can't do this, keep, you know, going too long between conversations. And second of all, I'm sorry that it's been so long before I've had you on the show. So again, it's just awesome that you're here. And um, so I just kind of want you to kind of wrap up exactly like what you do, because It's a two-parter, but I want you to talk about what you do right now as um, your profession. Okay. Well, I started working out as um, a tech for Swope years ago. And and say what? Explain what Swope is. uh, Swope Health Services. uh, Of course, they you know have general hospital services for individuals, but they more so focus on the mental health. And there's a component that deals with the substance use. So I started working there uh, as a tech, midnight to eight. Mm-hmm. And I knew uh, that that was something that I was called to do. And so I got the right credentials and the right education and everything and the hours and everything and worked my way up to being a counselor, to being a clinician. And so being at Swope for several years was the greatest experience. It's like, oh man, I love this. But in the process of that, I was referred a lot of clients that did not necessarily need traditional treatment services. Right. And so I saw a niche Yes, that pretty much called me versus me going looking for it. Yeah. And so I said, you know what? All these individuals, you know, the word was spreading around the community. Hey, you need to get in Gary Dumas's classes, blah, 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 blah. But if they did not assess with an actual addiction, then I couldn't enroll them because that's what Swope serviced. That was gotcha. their niche of programming. And so eventually I left Swope, started the Dumas company mm-hmm. and they celebrated me, man. I mean, they blessed me and it was like, Gary, if you ever want to come back. And I like that, you know, matter mm-hmm. of fact, when I left there, Shay, I had over 150 hours of unpaid sick time, man. Mm. And I bragged that to my kids. I'm like, Absolutely. yeah, well, you want to really be impressive, then, you know? So, but anyway, so that proved that I was so committed. So I left there, started the Dumas company and then I incorporated the, cl- the clinical piece with the coaching piece, mm-hmm. you know. And so now I'm able to present that to my clients. And so now clients are enrolled in my program now uh, from Department of Corrections, the county, the state. Some walk in, some referrals, whatever the case is. It's not pigeonholed to just somebody who has gotten a po- received a positive UA from their officer or a court mandate from a judge or something. You know, the content is universal enough where they can benefit from it. And then finally, I tie in the messages that I present in corporate. Like every now and then I'll get called, I'll do some trainings. I think the last training I did was for the City of Lee Summit. So I've taken that content and I've included it in what I do now. I mean, because I created it. Right. And so I serve, so they kind of get the best of both worlds. They get the 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 insight from the addictive personality piece. Yeah. And then they also get some of the professional ethics and, and different things of that nature that can just bring out that part of them. 
So I have business owners, uh, anywhere from business owners to a person who just got out of prison to both to whoever. So it's kind of whomever can feel like they can benefit from the content that I offer. That's what we that's what we give to them. And so um, it's been a lot of fun um, now since the pandemic. But even prior to that, I had already kind of transitioned doing everything online. So now that the pandemic just confirmed that, hey, it's time to move up, you know. And so that's what we've been doing. So it's all personal development centered and it includes the addictive personality. It includes professional conduct. And also it includes the emotional fitness piece, which is my spin and next level on anger management. Because everybody that acted out in anger didn't have an anger problem. Right. So I included the emotional fitness piece because that way, no matter what stage of emotional management that they're in, they can still benefit. Mm. And I just want our listeners to, to, to really understand this. Gary has gone through so many things in, our, in younger years that literally drove his why to become what he is today. Mm. Right? That's right. And so if you are out there and you're, you're going through a challenge that you literally can't see your way out of it, out of, Think about how you could use this in order to reach a hand out to reach back to give a hand up to the mm. next to the next person. Cause that's what you do day in and day out, Gary. Mm-hmm. And you are such an amazing service, not only to our community, but to every community in it who's who's watching you. So so thank you for everything that you do. And and I hope that. If you're listening, I hope, well, when you're listening, I hope that you really seek him out and start following him because he is such a huge instrumental human in this mm-hmm. world. So thank you. Thank you, actually. You know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard this before, but, you know, when we're when you're a guest on someone else's platform and you hear people say these things about you, it's like, man, right on. <laughs> right <laughs> on, Gary. Yes. I guess I am getting some a few things done. So. Because we have to listen. It's like, man, he's talking about you. It's like, me? Yeah, you. It's like, oh, okay. So anyway, thank you for (laughs) allowing me to reciprocate, you know, get some of that encouragement back. Because we get so focused on serving and serving and serving and serving and making sure that we're, you know, giving people needs are being met and so forth. And then every now and then it's good to hear that, okay, you've been getting some things done. So he that waters shall himself be watered. And so thank you for watering me, Shaggy. I needed it. Oh, you know, you're, you're so and let me and let me add this last piece, uh, not only for the person who needs to find their way, but also for people who are already on their way every yeah. now and then. And you'll agree with this, Shay, because even in the position we're in, every now and then we need to be revived. Absolutely. Every, every now and then we need to be yep. you know, resuscitated a little bit. So, <laughs> you know, we're not saying, listeners, when you listen to this, that only if you're struggling going through, you just might need just a quick little resuscitation, just a little life breathe back into you real mm. quick. That's it. Yeah. Just so you can get back out there. You need your gloves, your boxing gloves tighten up. You know, you whatever it is that you need, you know, we're here for you in, in those instances as well. So, you know, we're not excusing you if you're already doing wonderful things. Man, we appreciate you. Congratulations. But every now and then, we need to take that multivitamin. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, know, right. To get us back rolling. So whoever you are, we're here to serve you. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I know I can speak for uh, you, Gary, as well as me, as if you need that, that encouragement, we're here, you know, reach out to us and we will pour into you because we've been poured into and that's how, that's how we get through this, right, is by pouring into each other. So, um, and I sure I know the answer to this, but I want to ask anyway, Gary, what would be your legacy? What would you want to be remembered for? As the person that got it done, just get it done. You know, because part of what it should have could have is what contributed to my suicide ideation. Mm. So yeah. I don't want to live like I don't want to live in that space anymore. Just get it done. Just get it done. Find a way appropriate, of course, without even saying. Right. Find a way to get it done. And I want to be remembered as the guy that got it done based off of what it was that I was called to do. Yeah. If this all into tomorrow, you know, people can say. And the guy, he got it done. He got it done. I didn't get done what Shay is supposed to get done. I didn't get done what this person was supposed to get done. I got done what I was supposed to get done. And as long as I got done what I was supposed to get done, I finished my assignment, then I can live with that. Well, and you have such, you have gotten done so much. <laughs> and I know you're going to get done so much more. <laughs> and I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. So tell us how can people connect with you? Where can they find you? Social media and all of that. Social media, Gary Dumas. You can go to the Gary Dumas page there. Um, and so, but as far as website, thedumascompany.com or garydumas.info. So we'll, we'll just stick with that to keep it consistent. GaryDumas.info. Okay. Just and go then, there and everything is pull up there. You can find the skincare tab. You can discover the uh, pro- personal development programming. Or like I said, you can always just uh, connect with me on uh, Facebook under Gary Dumas, uh, Instagram, Gary Dumas. And so I try to keep it very user friendly when, when seeking me out. <laughs> And we didn't even touch base on the, the skincare. So really quick, just uh, kind of give us a, a a screenshot of what that looks like for you, the, the oh, skincare line. That That's a good one. Can't, can't make it no quicker than that. <laughs> the G-Series by Gentleman Decision. Uh, the, the skincare line is called Gentleman Decision and the GD, not for Gary Dumas, but it communicates that real men make the decision to take care of their skin. Mm, and so the G-Series said. is the actual name of the series itself. And five different products, G1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. We have G1, which is my daily hydro cleanser. G2, which is my gentle exfoliator. G3 is my extreme exfoliator for face and body. G4 is my extreme hydro cream for face and body. And G5 is my citrus moisturizer. So you can go to the website, get some specifics there, um, formulated with all healthy ingredients and extracts. And uh, man, we're having a lot of fun with it. And it's an extension of personal development. So it's not yes. like I'm over here doing this. I'm over here doing that. You know, everything that I do ties into my original calling, which is to add value or to invest in people. Mm, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And the cool thing is about your product line is that it's not a five products mm-hmm. that you have to purchase. It is typically a one, two, or three product. One, two, yeah. three, four, five product. Yeah. 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 I just totally got out the other day. Yeah, you're right. So, uh, and you can, you have such beautiful pictures on Instagram, um, marketing and promoting it. So please hope they, our followers will, or our listeners will definitely follow you on that. Thank you. Thank you. And um, I always like to leave with this question. So what phrase, scripture, or mantra are you living by right now? 
Proverbs eleven twenty five. He that waters shall himself be watered. Mm. That's my one right there. Because what you when you put it out there, it's going to come back. Because a lot of times we talk about you reap what you sow in such a negative content that you know that's all we think about is putting out negative. But when you put out positive, you're going to get that back. And listen, some some of you listen right now. You've been putting out and putting out and putting out and putting out. And allow this co- this particular podcast to serve notice and letting you know that your time is now to get back that fresh water that you've been putting out. This is your moment right now. So don't expect nothing less other than that fresh water coming back to you. So he that waters shall himself be watered. Mm, well, thank you so much. And I hope that you are watered because you've watered all of us, my listeners right. and even myself just talking with you. And um, as always, we could talk for hours and days. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so again, Gary, thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you. Thank you. Hey, don't turn this off just yet. Does the thought of collaborating and connecting with a diverse group of creative thought leaders appeal to you? Do you have a compelling story and don't know where to start? Have you ever thought about writing a book and thought, about writing the whole book is overwhelming? Well, we are looking for you. We want to connect and collaborate with other podcasters, coaches, and entrepreneurs who want to gain exposure. We are looking for other people who want to co-author a book with us. You can find out more details at firestartersbookproject.com.